0: So, you're a philosopher? Yes. 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 I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think. I think. I think very deeply. In about four seconds, a teacher will begin to speak. I think very deeply. Welcome to Don't Cut Me Off let me finish the podcast. My name is G Weave, mm-hmm. and today I will be hitting on a couple of different topics today. Um, I sent out a hot shot yesterday. Um, I wanted to hit on the situation about uh, Deshaun Watson. So you know I'm about to get ready to Go grind on my gears. Um, I'm looking at the situation with Deshaun Watson. I hit on it yesterday. But I think what's bothering me is that I have the utmost respect for the victims of this particular situation. And if it's found to be that Deshaun did do something wrong, then something most definitely needs to be done. But I'm trying to be balanced here and be fair on, on each end. Because for the, on the women's sake, It need to be fair and let the the, uh, wheels of justice roll out before you have all these dialogues about what's right or what's wrong. We already know abuse against women is wrong. So that's nothing to flash to the forefront. As far as the NFL and how they they deal with these types of situations, that's something that they have to deal with. That's something that they have to figure out on making things better and how they punish based off certain things. And I'm not going to get into all the different things and how they go about punishing. But what I'm basically saying is the situation as far as with Deshaun Watson, let that situation actually just play all the way out. Um. Again, he's a victim as well also. And he's a victim of being accused of something that he hasn't been found guilty of. And. Though we want to look at it from the women's side and what they're what they're going through, you have to look at it from his side, too, because just like they saying he did something, uh, he's saying he didn't. So the only way to solve this situation is to have it be. Finalized in court where judgment is ven- is rendered, because the judgment hasn't been rendered rendered yet. So I would just like, you know, let's just be careful and just let everything play out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we have a situation uh, that's kind of current that's in the news too with uh, Tory lanes and Meg- Mega Stallion, where she's accusing him of something and he's denying it. And again, that's the one thing about news radio, whatever, it just, the wheels spin and sometimes they're spinning faster than the wheels of justice. You already want to become judge and juror without letting the real law finish off. And it's not about showing or not showing any compassion for the women. It's about just letting it all play out and then Addressing those situations when they come, you know, when you're not allowing things to go full throttle and play out, you do a you do a disservice to both parties. You really do, and um, I'm not showing favor to either one. It's wrong, either or. It's wrong if he's found um, not guilty. For him to have to go through everything, including his family, his female siblings that he may have in his family, because he has a mother. And it's wrong as far as uh, the women are concerned, too, and what they're saying that has happened to them. But again, without it being found guilty or innocent in, in court, you can't sit up on TV And make these powerful statements of something that's not complete. And that's where I come in with my thinking like, you know, and sometimes just let things play all the way out. I understand the entertainment part. I understand it's a topic to have. But this is real life stuff with real people on both sides. It's not something just to be sports talking about. Like these are serious matters and these are Defining moments in people's lives that can destroy their lives. Sports doesn't mean anything when it comes to situations like this. And that's why you need to tread softly when you're talking about things like this. Let the whole thing play out. And then have that conversation. Don't jump to conclusions. That's why I say I'm not looking at it. No way. Like I said, I made my statement about that on my last uh, podcast, and I just want to be more clear that the compassion is there for what the women have been saying. As far as the business side and the teams and how they felt, how they vetted, that's their right to say if they vetted how they feel comfortable. They don't have to come out and tell anybody anything or talk to anybody that they don't want to talk to. The case literally is not over. He hasn't been found guilty of anything yet. So they don't have to come on TV and explain what they meant when they said they did a thorough vet. They could have been talking about the background of Deshaun Watson. They could have been talking about what information that's already out there. And how comfortable they feel. They probably didn't want to go through the whole process of uh, talking to the women. Because for them, it's like, we'll let that part get played out in court. Whether it's, whether you agree is right or wrong on their end, it's still their right. This is America. You have a right of choice. You have a right to do whatever you want to do. Especially if you're a businessman or an owner. You don't have to, you can't pressure people to do or talk. And if they want to put out a press release and say what they feel is thorough, that's their choice. Whether you think it's dumb, stupid, whatever. Take the seriousness of the situation. Let it really play out. And we don't have to make everything a talk show topic. But by it being sports, that's what it is. If this was a normal situation that nobody knew about. We wouldn't be talking about it. We're only talking about it because it's Deshaun Watson. And that's just, that's just true. And I understand the passion for the women because I have it as well. But I have passion for him, Mr. Watson, as well because he also has a, a family. He also has a mother. He also has a reputation as well. You don't think he have female cousins or sister or anything like that. So let's just pump the brakes on that. And just let it let it play out. I love the entertainment aspects of it. But just let it play out. And now I'm about to. Grind my gears. On Big Perkins. Perk never fails. He always give me something to say. When he open his mouth. So. LeBron James. Is under appreciated. As a scorer. This is the statement. That came from Kendrick Perkins. Now, first of all, how in the hell can LeBron be underappreciated as a scorer when the man then averaged, and I believe his career average, is 27 points? Do you not think, with our own eyes, we see LeBron James scoring? 27 points is nothing to poo-poo about. We get all up in arms if somebody is averaging 22, 23. We talk about how a good, great player they are. So why would you think that LeBron James is underappreciated and the man is second all time behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? And he's been averaging well above 25 points in his career for dang near 20 years almost. There is no way... In the world that you can think that anybody is under appreciating him as a scorer. And especially the way that he scored. Because he's scoring those points like that on top of dishing out 10 assists. Grabbing 10 rebounds. He dang near averaging a triple-double in a career. You don't think that that's not appreciated? He's already called. The best all-around player of all time. Do you call that being underappreciated? No. Again, when you're trying to have talking points, you have to make good topic. Okay? Saying that he's underappreciated is not good topic because it's not true. It's a false statement. It's a narrative that, in the end, it is your opinion in your view, that you believe that he's underappreciated. But the whole world have behold the king because we watched him do this year after year, team after team, average well over 25 points a game. So there's no way LeBron James is being underappreciated as a scorer. That is a False statement. But again, Big Perkins has a right to uh, have that topic. But again, you know, that's just, the narrative just don't fit because no one on this planet and no one in sports that watches sports and watches basketball would even agree with that. Not at all. Not when the man is second all time and possibly about to get ready to pass Kareem. So, yeah, when I heard Big Perk say that, I was like, okay, I ain't trying to hear that. So I had to actually blow the horn on him (laughs) because you need to get him out the game on that topic. And that's keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? So moving on. To another uh, comment that I heard, and like I said, sometimes I just sit back, guys, and I and I watch the sports shows, and I listen to them talk, and then I just come try to come with a different type of spin. But I do respect the topics, and I do respect people's opinion because that's what it's about. I'm not gonna call nobody, you know. Though I don't agree with Big Perk, you know, it's his valid uh, point that he has on in his opinion. Watching that he's not appreciated, but I just have to just. I just don't think that's that's the case. But the next the thing that I was looking at is that Shikari Irving feel frustrated about being able not being able to play. And my response was like why would you create a topic that he has no control over? And we're talking about real life people in the city of New York that have lost their jobs because they're not vaccinated. And you think playing a game, a game, playing a game is more important than saving a life. We're talking about firemen, nurses, police officers, people who serve, protect. We're talking about basketball. Not a police officer. Not a firefighter that run into burning buildings. Basketball. Football. Baseball. Any sport. The selfishness of. Oh, man. We just want to see our favorite player play. So lift this mandate. That's what it seems like to me. And the player is being punished on a daily basis and being talked about and ridiculed because they believe in something. And just because you don't believe in it or you have a different view of it, you want to hammer this individual. When Kyrie signed his contract, he signed his contract to play basketball. He didn't sign his contract that, that a, a pandemic will come The city in which he stays uh, will say, if you're not vaccinated, you can't play. Especially if you don't believe in vaccines. He didn't sign up for that. That just happened. That's life. That's no problem of his. So he is forced to not to be able to play in the city in which he signed the contract. At no fault of his. So why would he be frustrated? Frustration is that of someone that has no patience. As we've seen with Kyrie Irving, he has plenty of patience. He's not expressing his frustration. He's being understanding just like he wants people to understand that he don't believe in the vaccine. But he do believe in wearing a mask. And protecting others life, but it don't translate in him having to put a substance in his body that he doesn't agree with. And that's any athlete that doesn't believe in having the vaccine. And that's okay. That's what's beautiful about our country. Freedom of choice. Not if I don't do something that you don't want me to do. You can berate me and call me all types of names or say that I'm loony or loco or crazy. Or you need to wait to be a social justice warrior. You need to wait until you're done playing. No, he doesn't. He can vouch for what he believe in as far as social justice, why he's playing. He has a voice. That's power. And I ain't going to compare him to no other righteous people or people that have done things that, that have been great. I'm, I'm, I'm individualizing Kyrie as Kyrie and whatever he believes in and what he wants to do. And he have already expressed that. Just respect that. Oh, you're letting your teammate down. No, he's not. He's actually following the laws of the land, which is within the city he lives. If you're not vaccinated. You cannot participate. The concern is that you can spread the disease more. And the comfort is with the vaccine. If you're vaccinated, then you're able to participate in a normal manner in the city. Because New York was hit very heavy. And to think that the mayor is going to do anything to appease sports for the fans to be happy for a win-loss record is ignorant and stupid. Y'all should be actually respecting the view of the mayor and how he's trying to protect his citizens. Kyrie, it's a game of basketball that he loves to play. And when they allow him to play in New York, he'll play. You don't see him badgering or saying anything negative. It's only the media doing that. Because again, sports topic needs a topic. It's entertainment. So let's bash Kyrie for not being vaccinated so he can help out his team. They're not going to be able to win a series if he's not there. We know that. Duh. We know that. Kyrie has to be there for every game in order for the Nets to win a championship. But due to the pandemic and due to his belief, he is unable to do that. Just respect him. man. He's a man. He's a human. He has rights. I understand the part of sports and loving sports and loving our favorite player. But I'm not going to like my player if he don't put a foreign substance in his body that will allow him to play. He doesn't believe in the vaccine. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of people in, out here that do drugs, smoke marijuana, sniff cocaine, smoke crack. So what if they passed the law telling you that to be able to deal with the pressures of life, We've, we've come to the conclusion, and we're going to make it mandatory, so we can have a better, relaxed, calm society, that everyone, if they want to participate in high-stress jobs, must smoke marijuana. And if you don't smoke the marijuana, in which the jobs want you to smoke so you can be relaxed in a high-pressure situation, then we're going to fire you. I can tell you from my own experience. I'm not finna smoke marijuana, so I'll be somebody telling you no. And I ain't trying to compare COVID to marijuana. What I'm trying to trying to show you guys and tell you guys is the freedom of choice. And just because you smoke marijuana, I don't have to smoke it. Just because you get stressed out and need marijuana to calm you down, don't mean I need that. I might have a different method of being able to be calm and patient. So just because you took the vaccine. And you want to you want to have the vaccine and to protect you from getting COVID or infecting other people. It doesn't necessarily mean that he believes in that same thing. He he believes that there is an illness out there and he believes that, yeah, you know what? To protect others, I will wear a mask because I respect life. But I'm not putting the vaccine in my body Because I don't want it in my body So my thing is just respect his wishes man That topic is not a It's not a good topic to me You know It's really not It's just again Passing judgment on someone and trying to curb and have an opinion. Sorry about my Pink Panther uh, background music there. But yeah, so I looked at that topic, man. I was like, come on, man. Give me a break. Really? Just another topic, man. That just didn't make no sense to me. You know? But again, I always just try to um, look at things a little differently. A little differently, that's all. You know, so now I'm about to get into just talking about sports. There's a lot of stuff going on in sports, man. A lot of of moving parts. Um, We just seen the Colts pick up Matt Ryan from Atlanta, which was a pretty good pickup. Um, again, um, of course, we all know that they're trying to get to a Super Bowl. And I talked to you guys last time about how they just gave up on Carson Wentz too too quick. The man's stats didn't bear him being uh, cut loose like that. That's how I felt. I felt like they just cut him loose too quick. You know, but like I said, you're in a pressure sport, man. You have to perform. And they're showing you that. If you don't perform, you're going to lose your job. You are going to lose your job. And look how fast they got rid of him. So they got Matt Ryan in there. So, wow. That's a lot of pressure on Matt. Because if Matt do the same thing, are they going to cut him loose? Desperation is not a joke. When you got these, like I said, hey, these situations where these these this plug and play, where Brady went to Tampa, Stafford went to the uh, Rams, and and they and they won Super Bowls. Oh man, now it's pressure now. Ain't no more developing quarterbacks no more. They're looking for a quarterback to come in right away and help them win. And you know what? Joe Burrow don't make it no better. Great player, but a great young player able to be at, play at a high level right away puts a lot of pressure on a lot of teams. And you have to be careful that you don't get caught up in that because the old-fashioned way of building your team is still the right way to go. You have to have patience. And I think the perfect team to me, in my opinion, that displays that is the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. You never never seen a situation where Mike Tomlin is on the hot seat, and you know why? Because that organization, the Rudy family, the Rooney family, they have all the faith in the world in Mike Tomlin, even when he had a tough season, especially the season where Ben was hurt. They know that you are only as good as your quarterback, so they're not going to press the panic button. And when they have a bad season, you talk about getting rid of a coach. Again, that's bad business when you have to have a revolving door of coaches. You have to be able to develop these players. You have to put yourself in a situation to have to be able to get yourself and find yourself a quarterback that you can develop. And again, I say it a lot, but draft and develop is very important. You have to have a good scouting team. Your scouting team is what's going to dictate how good you draft and develop your quarterback. If you don't if you don't if you don't do that, you're in some trouble. You're in some trouble. So, that's why I say the Pittsburgh Steelers is a perfect organization where you don't have to be stressed out. They're in a the process now of trying to find a new franchise quarterback. So it's going to be some bumps and bruises along the way. But along that way, you build up a strong defense. You build up a strong offensive line. And hopefully you either catch you a veteran, a a good veteran quarterback, or you sit and you develop you a great quarterback because you made a great selection. Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round. It is possible to find a quarterback if the quarterback is properly developed. So again, all this panicking about not getting a quarterback in the first round. Come on, man. Russell was Russell Wilson was not a first round first rounder. Tom Brady was not a first rounder. Being in the first round doesn't mean that you're going to be a dead lock success story. So let's, let's kill that particular narrative. And if it wasn't for the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson would have slipped to the second round. But again, they had a great GM in Ozzy Newsom that already seen that this is the first top-tier quarterback. And that's why he drafted him. Drafted back in to the first round to get him. And it, 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 it panned out. But they have a great, great draft. They have a great uh, uh, team of scouts there, and then they had they have a good coach. And obviously, they have a good quarterbacks coach because Lamar, to me, was always a good passer in college. But he's gotten better. He just need weapons. We've seen a lot of different teams make all these different signings. We've seen Ladarius Smith go to Minnesota, Minnesota, building on that defense. They locked up and kept Kirk Cousins, who's been playing well. The key to a championship is a defense and a serviceable quarterback. Take note that the teams that have done that. Big big Ben first year, when they had the bus, I believe, he wasn't a lights-out passer. They rode that bus all the way to the Super Bowl. He made some throws he had to make. Them Baltimore Ravens teams, they didn't have the lights-out quarterback play. They had lights-out defense. Think about those Giants teams with Lawrence Taylor. Phil Simms was serviceable. He was solid. But that defense was beastly. We're talking about have a, having a superstar quarterback. And winning championships. Some of these championship teams have a mid-level quarterback. Phil Simms, mid-level quarterback. Trent Dilfer, not even mid-level. Joe Flacco solid solid but do you do you consider him a Hall of Famer do you consider Phil Sims a Hall of Famer no Jeff Hosteller I believe he won a Super Bowl is he a Hall of Famer no I may be wrong, but I believe he did. Brad Johnson, is he a Hall of Famer? He won a Super Bowl. Just because you're a great passer don't mean you're going to always win a Super Bowl. Dan Marino. So, a lot of these teams going out of here, you know, they're getting these uh, quarterbacks hoping to push them over, you know. Uh, Denver got their quarterback. Russell Wilson, great quarterback, Super Bowl ring, great experience. The AFC is just very tough. It's very loaded. A lot of different moving parts. You got uh, Devontae Adams going over to the Raiders. They also got uh, Chandler Jones. I mean, they have done nothing but got better. Buffalo has gotten better. To me, they moved in front of Kansas City with the acquisitions that they made. They're trying to get over the hump they could have easily beaten uh, Kansas City. And I believe if they would have beat Kansas City, um, I believe they probably would have beat, um, uh, what team was that, Kansas City? Cincinnati. I believe Buffalo would have beat Cincinnati. I I really do believe that. I believe. Because Buffalo is a team that makes adjustments. Kansas City is not. So if, if those games happen, I believe that um, Buffalo would have won that game. And I believe Buffalo probably could have beat the Rams. That's just my belief. That defense, the, 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 the safeties, yeah, they, 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 would they would have beat. They probably would have won the Super Bowl. So we'll see. I, I believe Buffalo's got to be the favorite coming out the AFC. Yeah, it's a, it's so many teams, but I believe I got Buffalo being the favorite, and I like Kansas City, but unless they get that play calling together and figure out who's really calling the plays, I don't know. And Pat Mahomes have to—he's still a great quarterback, but in those type of situations, he has to be—I am legend. He has to be—I am legend. So yeah, so it, like I said, it's a lot of moving parts going on in football. The season is going to be very interesting. Uh, I'm looking at the draft uh, picks that's coming up. They talk about receivers, teams needing receivers, and different types of. Hey, you can strike gold in in the, in the um, draft. Look at look at uh, Jamar Chase. Look at uh, J- Justin Jeffries. J- uh, J- um, I think that's his name, Justin Jefferson from Minnesota. Yeah, elite receivers. It's possible you can get a elite receiver not only in the first round, second, third, fourth round. Donald Driver wasn't the first rounder. I if I'm not mistaken, I don't believe Jennings was the first rounder. So, um yeah. These receivers you can find them. If you got great scouting and good and good drafting and developing of your you got to know, you know, you have to know your player, you know, if somebody can catch and if somebody always drop balls, you know, think about colleges. It's recorded. You can go and look. In certain moments, certain competition that they were taking on, how did they perform? That's why it was a travesty that Deshaun Watson dropped Mitchell Trubisky went in front of him. What? He was playing in the toughest division. Going up against tougher teams and playing at a high level. His own coach called him Michael Jordan, as far as his play level of play in, in clutch situations. You know, Packers need a receiver. You know, they keep making this making this assessment that it's a good thing. Oh, I, I just don't think losing Devontae Adams, that's a lie. But when you're betting on a team, you You want to say that because you want to. You want that team to remain one of the highest teams to bet on. The quarterback alone is not going to get you to the promised land because he couldn't do it with a number one receiver. So now you're going to give him a bunch of scrubs. Believe it or not, he's always spreading the ball around in a regular season. He don't lock into just one receiver in a regular season. He spreads it around. Aaron Rodgers spreads it around. He just don't do it in the biggest games, which is the playoffs. He lose trust. He has all the trust in the world. In the regular season, but he just don't have it in the the, uh, playoffs. Now you take away his most trusted receiver. So now you got to rely on Randall Cobb. You know, Lazard. Now he has to learn to trust. So it could be a good thing, but I don't think that translates to them winning a Super Bowl. Now, if they keep building that defense, that's where I'm at. I'm all about building the defense to Super Bowl caliber. To where your quarterback won't be a liability. And you would think if you had a top five quarterback that is they're not a liability. But if you're a top five quarterback that chokes in the playoffs, then you're a liability and you need to continue to build on your defense. I think every team need to focus on building on your defense, whether you have an elite quarterback or not. Because Tom Brady's first couple years, he was a just a normal-looking quarterback that made all of the the short short throws and did everything that Bill Belichick asked him, to do, asked him to do. When you start seeing Tom Brady take off is when right after he had uh, Randy Moss and he just took it to another stratosphere. Other than that, it was dink and donk, field goal kick. Dink and donk, field goal kick. So these teams need to focus on getting that defense together, developing your young quarterbacks. Quarterbacks don't grow on trees. Every three or four years, you're going to keep recycling because you don't put a system in place for the quarterback to be successful. And I'm a strong believer, whenever, whatever system they were in college playing that had them be on the radar to be a top five pick is the same system you need to run in the pros. And in order for these quarterbacks to be re- be successful, they need to be protected. Your left tackle, right tackle, left guard, right guard, center. They all need to be above average. Give the man time to be able to make throws. Everybody don't have speed like Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Woodson, Pat Mahomes. Everybody can't run around. Build up a line so a person can stay in the pocket and spray spray the field down with his eye with vision. If you want me to be great, Give me a great line. Because what you're going to do is get your quarterback kilt. Because if the Bengals don't shore up their line, you can have a great promising quarterback. But if he's getting put on his back and having ACL tears, his career is going to end. You've seen what happened to Robert Griffin III. He was looking like a franchise quarterback. Him and Cousins got drafted in the same draft, man. And Cousins is still playing at a high level. I believe that RG3 would still be playing if it wasn't for that injury he had and if he just knew how to slide. So both the AFC, NFC, hey, man, build the defense. That's why I'm looking at the Cowboys like, man, go get Matthews. Go get a, a a Bobby Wagner. Like, how do you, if you if 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 your if your offense was suspect the second half, you have a decent defense. Why wouldn't you add a veteran middle linebacker who led the league in tackling, and Bobby Wagner, who's still playing at an All Pro level. Why wouldn't you add a Matthew when you've seen the impact he gave to the Cardinals? the impact he gave to the Kansas City Chiefs. Why wouldn't you go after those type of players? I mean, it's a no-brainer. The Cowboys need to add veteran presence for them to be a dominant defense in the NFC and take some of the pressure off of Dak Prescott. He shouldn't be dropping back 50 times and throwing 50 times, it need to be a balance. That's how you win. Ground game, passing game, defense. Have a top 15 defense, have a top 10 running game, and be able to make important throws when need be. So there, like I said, there's no excuse for Dak, but the Cowboys have to help them. And it starts with building up that defense and making it elite. That's every team. Kansas City Chiefs don't have a lot of money because they invested so much in Patrick Mahomes. Build up the defense. You're relying on the same rotation. That's gonna. That's gonna. That river's gonna run dry. You better start drafting replacements. You better start putting yourself in a situation where once those players are gone, you're you're struggling and Pat Mahomes is struggling. You need to make sure that you're able to keep a man that you're paying a half a freaking 500, half a a, a billion, dang near, dollars. You need to make sure you keep everything in place for him. Or else it's going to be a wasted investment if he's running for his life, like when he played Tampa Bay because that line was weak. He still lost the game. You still got to go play. But if you can't uh, look at your receiver once you hike the ball because you're running the opposite direction, I don't think that to be good business. Actually, you might mess around and get your quarterback killed. Tom Brady coming back to a great situation. Add in pieces. He's competitive. He's like Jordan. He didn't like that taste. He ready to run it back. He felt like they could have beat the Rams. And he's right. They caught fire late. But he didn't like the taste in his mouth. He's a seven-time world champion, elite competitor. He ain't going out like that. He's going to retire one day. But if he's still top five in every category, age ain't nothing but a number. Until age finally catches up with you. Because father time is undefeated. But right now, he's been holding off father time with a sword and a shield. He's been battling father time. And so far he's winning. At some point, is he going to lose that battle? Yes. So either he's going to lose that battle while he's playing, where he looks his age, or he's going to leave the battle victorious because he leaves on top and then give Father Time an opportunity to expose him. We're watching basketball wind down. And once again, watching why Djokovic is the MVP of the league. I'm just repeating what I see on TV. He's proven to be a great regular season player. The best. What does that sound like? Who does that sound like? That's the title that you don't want, believe me. And that's why LeBron James could actually win the MVP every year. Because he elevates his game in the playoffs as well. He elevates his team in the regular season and the playoffs as well. Matter of fact, he don't just elevate, he demands it. That's why he wants certain players. Because he expects everybody to have the same drive as him. That's impossible. He has a I Am Legend drive. Some of these other guys have Welcome to McDonald's or Welcome to Walmart drive. An in and out drive. Get in, get what you gotta get, and get out of there. Whereas LeBron James, he gets in and don't wanna come out. He the type of worker where He go above and beyond. He want to be the best of the best at all times. He don't want to do just the bare minimal. He want to do that and some. He the type of brother where y'all go to the gym, you got to kick him out. The lights is going out. He's still, he's still hooping. See, LeBron, no. Play hard, play later. But see, you got a lot of players that's playing hard and playing later on the game floor because they're not performing. You can't do both. But when you give players so much money, you can't tell them anything. I'm a passionate person, may not have been a sports person. But I love basketball, I love competing, I love holding defense, I love offense. It's a two-way sport. It's not a one-way sport. And I respect the people that I go to fight with. And I expect that if I'm going to be playing at a high level, the other people around me feel the same way. But when you have 12 people, 12 different personalities, everybody's not going to have the same drive as you. You know what I'm saying? But that's to be expected. His drive is elite, whereas other people don't have that same drive. Look, look, look at um, James Harden. He still had time to go out and kick it. I'm not telling him to, not to enjoy life. But, man, think about a Kobe Bryant after a loss, man. He in the gym shooting a 1,000 jumpers, trying to watch videotape, trying to figure out what happened and how he going to improve the next time he come back around and play that team again. Man, when you got these people that's so rich, they don't care. They look at it, ah, oh, it's just a game. Oh, it's just a loss. Their skill, in which they were blessed with, afforded them to be in the situation that they're in. A lot of people would love to be in that situation. But sometimes it is just basketball to people. It's not, it's not um all what you make it out to be. Sometimes it's just sports. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, it's just, that's just the way it is. But, hey man. That's the way the ball bounces. You got to have people around you that's willing to, to have the same drive as you, and it's very rare. That's why I say LeBron is a very rare person. That's why I'm glad that these playoffs is winding, winding down. I don't care about what Djokovic is doing. If he can't lift Denver to a finals, I'm not trying to hear nothing. They talented enough to do it. I ain't trying to hear. I don't care about his regular season stats. That's nothing that I'm, I've never seen before. We've watched it year after year Decade after decade, players put up them type of numbers. He's not doing anything that no other great player hasn't done. Unless he can elevate that to a championship or to a to a finals, it means nothing. It's just numbers on paper. LeBron from the jump, when he hit the ground running, his goal was to win championships and be the best player of all time. That's the drive he had. Dwayne Wade, when he hit the ground running, he wanted to be the best of the best. All the Hall of Fame players, all the great players, that was their goal. That was their drive. And that's who they wanted around them. But you ain't got the same people around you. All you want to do is kick it, have fun, uh, 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 talk to women, you know, do all, uh, show how much money you got and be luxurious. Okay, that's fine. You basically saying you value that more than winning a championship. And that's fine. That's your prerogative. But you should be able to be respectful of the investment that is made in you. When somebody invests this $30 million in you, the most you can do is during the season, focus on basketball only. In the offseason, if you want to be on a yacht butt naked, floating around the world, that's fine. You can do that. But during the season, strip all your distractions You got to take care of your family and make sure they're okay. But focus on your sport and your craft because you're being paid $30 million. Remember, you started from the bottom. Now you're here, but you can always go back to the bottom. Because you come from the bottom to the top. You get so much money, you will be blinded to the point that you forgot where you came from. But you can easily go back there. You've been blessed with a talent, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, police officer, architect, any type of sports athlete. Those are talents. Everybody can't do heart surgery. That's a talent. That's a gift. Everybody can't be a firefighter. If it was, everybody that tried it. To be one will be one. Everybody can't be a Navy SEAL. Everybody can't be in the Army. It takes a special type of person. Discipline. Anybody can have money if given the opportunity to have it. But the point being is, how are you with it when you get it? Are you a fool or do you fall victim of the habits that you had when you was broke? Because if I was somebody that was a a addict, as far as where it comes to drug or women, when I get money, it's going to magnify. If I'm a person that like to spend money on people or help other people out or I'm very gullible, it's going to be even worse. Now you're spending to keep people around you. Now people around you because of what you have. But before you were all type of names in the book. Scrub, bum, loser. But when you're rich, you're the best friend. You're my homie. I appreciate you. Can you help me? I talk about this all the time. When you, If you win the lottery, what are you going to do with it? You don't know. But one thing I can tell you, I'm not going to take care of the whole neighborhood. I got a small family. And one thing that I believe in, you just don't hand out money. You put people in a position to be successful. Education. Business. You don't put money in your bank account. Follow the roadmap LeBron James have have created. It's a beautiful roadmap. It's a beautiful roadmap. The roadmap ain't to give people money. Because everybody with money don't know what to do with it. And you see the type of society that we live in. We live in a society of see what I have. Look at me. Look how much my car is. Look how many cars I got. When, when what you have defines you as a person, that's a, that is a, what people don't understand is, that's a symbol of weakness. Because see, I am not defined by materialistical things alone. Because my materialistical things that I have, I can't take them with me. But my manhood, my pride, the type of person that I am, the, the impact that I can leave on other people in a positive manner, when I die, that's everlasting. I'll be talked about Forever. Because everybody will say, this person helped me. This person helped me. Dr. Johnson really helped me to become the person I am. He'll have 100,000 people say the same thing about him. That's a lasting impact. Your property, that's going to get split up amongst people. Your money, that's going to get spent. When it's gone, it's gone. Your car is going to be resold. Somebody else will be driving it. Your house, somebody else will live in it. But you, as a person, and the positive impact that you can have on an individual based off whatever you accomplished in your life, that's everlasting. That's everlasting. That's for real. You understand me? I'm seeing that the Jets and the Dolphins are trying to get Tyreek Hill from the Kansas City Chiefs. That's that's shocking. Um shocking but not understanding. Tyreek Hill great player, but at some point he's going to get older. He's going to slow down. He got high value right now. If you can get some high draft picks for Tyreek Hill uh to to kinda, to to kind of make your receiving core more balanced and not just the off the top receiver even though he, he is a good, great receiver, can catch the ball, I think that would be a good move in order to balance out your uh receiving roster because you still have a great quarterback and a good tight end. I told you at some point you're going to have to start transitioning and getting a balanced weapon attack for Mahomes so he just don't have to rely on a 5'9 receiver with blazing speed because at some point that's going to stop. You can't be fast forever and you're not going to be young forever. So wow, that's that's pretty amazing that I'm seeing that. But you know, guys, like always, man, I really appreciate the opportunity to come talk to you guys. I really appreciate um you guys downloading me and listening to me. I'm I'm just going to try to get better and better and better. Uh that's all I can really do. Uh so other than that you know i'm going to get on up out of here um and i'm going to try to let you guys go out with my favorite song mr philosopher by my guy krs1 see you so you're a philosopher Yes. yes 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 i think very deeply i think very deeply i think very deeply i think i think i think very deeply in about four seconds a teacher will begin to speak i think very deeply let us begin what where why or when we'll all be explained like instructions to a game see i'm not insane in fact